off mate uh look illness got the better of you yes got the better of me i also think that we blame we we're gonna have a guest uh last week and it would have been a great week for not just a guest but for a podcast australia shitting it in not really but winning the second test well there was some there was some testy moments day four was a bit of a bed shit tom but largely we won we won comfortably four days four and a half days yeah um Look, I got sick after a... Usually we might, you know, push a podcast back to a Tuesday after we've had a big weekend. It's like, you know what, it's just... We probably could have done that this week if we were being honest. We could have... But but last week it was like, well, let's just push it to Tuesday because Tom's not feeling well and uh, Bracey, who was going to be our uh, our guest, he couldn't do it. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. He had a, a very important dinner or something. I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know what's more important to you, but okay, we'll push it back to Tuesday for you. Tom is feeling under the weather, so we'll allow it. Sure. By Tuesday, things had really taken a turn for the worst, though, for me, <laughs> and... I thought maybe push it to Wednesday. I was I was just you know dribbling out of my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were sort of you were making out like it was it was a twenty four hour bug. Well, that's kind so, of what I thought. So again, I was comfortable to move it. to move it. Well, because yeah. that's I thought it. You know, I'll be right tomorrow. I'll be right for Wednesday. Yeah, we push it to Wednesday. Wednesday becomes the actual worst day of the whole week for me personally, mm. as whatever illness I had mutated into somewhat of a gastro vibe. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, thank you for the, for the specifics. Well, I think that the the, well, the punter needs lead, to know. Well, look, they need to know. If you're having a week off in arguably one of the biggest weeks of, of the, the year, year, I need uh, to get. I need to explain. fresh off a famous win. Yeah. to go two nil up. I got to explain myself. You got to explain yourself. That makes sense. That that much is true. That makes sense. Uh, so look, apologies for last week, but look, at least the cricket was good. Cricket was great, Tom. Uh, I'm sure we're going to touch on that. We'll touch on it. We'll touch on not, it. Not obviously not as as we would have. No, I don't think there's probably you know what a I mean? little bit late to the party. Yeah. It's probably going to be more of a, of, a, of a brief wrap up, a brief summation. Yes. Followed by a preview of what could be the Ashes winning test. Yes. This Thursday. Yes. So we'll get to that. But I'd actually like to start uh, a little bit not sporting. In terms of the the national landscape, but the the uh, friendship landscape, your yours and my friendship, yeah, sporting landscape, yeah. So, for the punter and the dribbler who may uh, not remember, some of you may remember. I'm pretty sure we mentioned on this podcast a couple of weeks ago, maybe may have. It was exciting, but we had uh, our very big annual uh, city country cricket match. Yeah, Trumper Park, Trumper Park. Paddington in Sydney for our, our Dubai listeners, which just quickly as I take it, I, I managed to look at some uh, diagnostics or whatever it is, stats on our podcast. We legit have someone in Dubai who's listened to over a hundred, like listened to our podcast over 130 times or something. I don't know who you are. Would really like you to reach out. Hello underscore, hello underscore sport underscore, just reach out. Yeah. Um, I digress. Uh, Trouble Park, City vs. Country. I was captain of country. It was yeah. an honor and a privilege. Now, look, we country lost. Let's yeah. just let's just jump straight out. Yeah, that yeah. country well, let's lost. Let's just get that off our chest. Let's just get that. So we didn't. Me country, and Eddie both country, country went down. Country, country went, went down. down. For those of you who don't know, me and Eddie both country boys, born and bred. Yeah. Now, there was a very specific point where I think we may have lost this thing. Now, <laughs> uh, what what happened well, was obviously look look that, country, yeah. we won the toss, elected to bat because who who bowls no. Um, well, not after the Joe Root fiasco. Exactly, which we'll get to. Um, we send in Max Downs and Ed Carenti yeah. uh, to open for us. They did, they set a very good platform. The way this works, punters and dribblers, because you know we are very we were very uh, it's 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 casual sport, but it's very competitive. So you it have, means a lot, but it's casual. But it's casual. Yeah. So the way it worked was it was uh, I can't remember how many overs, but four overs. No, but all up, uh, forty. Four, Ten, I don't know, maybe something like that. So you had... No, 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 no. It would have been 20 overs each. I'm just going to... Look, let's five forget... Five groupings, let's, four overs. Let's forget the... Specific, yeah, okay. So it was five five batting pairs per team. So and each batting pair, 
faced four overs. Yes. So that would be? 20. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd go in and whatever runs you score, uh, that's all good, but you can get out and stay in. So every time you get out, you lose five runs. Yes. Uh, and then obviously you can get those runs back by scoring runs. Yes. As per the game of cricket. So Max and Carenti laid a real good platform, solid platform. We are up 26 runs, I think, after the first four overs. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Don't be blown away by the low score either because remember this is a casual cricket game. We're all drinking. We're inebriated. Anyway. It's, there's, we're, we're playing in, in, in ghastly conditions. Searing heat. Searing Australian heat. Yeah. Uh, nudging 45. On a uh, turf pitch, just so you know. We weren't, none of this fucking... Yeah, uh, on, on a green top. Yeah, yeah, it was a green top. It was a green top. It was. Um, look, the first mistake I made as captain was sending you and me, Eddie, into bat yes. second. Look, statistically, we were... By far and, By away, far and the, away the worst, the partnership. worst partnership. Over the whole day, not Over the just whole country. Day. I think you and I, statistically speaking, I, I wasn't that bad and you were the worst batsman I, of the day. Statistically speaking, <laughs> you were second worst. Was I yes. really? But was that because I was batting with you and you held strike no, no, for no, so got, long? So you got three runs. Yeah, but that's because you seven. held strike, I think. No, I think it's because you didn't score and also got out. Well, but, yeah, I was, but I was considerably let's, let's, worse let's than just, you. Eddie, Eddie got out four times. <laughs> He, he he was on a hat trick at one point. He got stumped. Uh, weathered, he got bowled. Weathered the hat, weathered, weathered the hat trick. Yeah, he weathered barely. the hat trick. We, we, look, we came in. I don't know what it was that led you or I to believe that we were going to be able to come in first drop. Look, I don't, know, I don't of, know where that came from. Uh, obviously, flashes of punter sort of took over my mind and my soul. You were particularly bad, though. You were like David Williams, uh, 2013 well, grand I was, final. I was, like, I, was, I was sort of like a James Anderson You were a type. sleeper. You yeah, were a little yeah, bit of a sleeper for the city yeah, side, yeah. I thought. It was like, oh, wow. He's, he's throwing away his wicked here. Look, it didn't go well. It didn't go, it didn't well, go at well at all. And especially, I'll tell you what else sort of like stings a little bit. When someone like Street, who is obviously very gifted, he's like a physical man. Well, he's a naturally gifted athlete. Yeah, I but I mean, even that's a big call. But he came in... And, like, everyone after us scored runs. Yes. Everyone for the remainder of the day scored runs. I'm pretty sure everyone else scored a four as well. It might have been that we were the only two batsmen of the day to score a four. Now, I don't know whether my poor performance was maybe as sort of like a, you know, I'm too close to to poor performance. You know, like, you were so bad that it rubbed off on me. (laughs) Uh, You got out first ball. (laughs) I did get out first. That is true. I did get out first ball, but boy, what a so turnaround! Maybe, maybe you rushed out, or maybe you rubbed off on me. Yeah, I don't know. And you just, and then you really went for it. Yeah, then I, yeah, 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 you yeah. really went. Look, yeah, yeah. so it was a great day. Look, fantastic day. Uh, yeah, probably let down a, a couple of good men out there. We certainly, well, like our, and I'm prepared, I'm prepared to put my hand up and own that time. Yeah, Eddie lost it for us. Yeah. Eddie lost it yeah, for there's us because ch- there's a there's a good chance. There's that's, a very good chance case. we did only lose by sixteen. Yeah, look, I think, yeah. Look. And you contributed zero runs and, and lost. lost four wickets. Yeah. And, yeah, I think my, I think I was like minus 15 when it was all said and done. Yeah. And I think we lost or by minus 28. Yeah. So, look, we could probably... I'm, we got to own up to these things, you yeah, know what I mean? You've got to come in. You've got to own up to it. You're going to have to wear it. You are going to have to wear it. Uh, look, in hindsight, should have should have batted third. No, we should have uh, sent ourselves down. Well, well down the order to face their poorer bowlers. Yeah, look, look, face some some pretty mean balls, and I maintain I got a couple of jaffers. Yeah, I know you do. I know you maintain <laughs> that, and you you know that's cool. Like it was it was nipping around a bit when we went in. There was a bit of cloud cover. Oh uh, yeah, look, it was doing some stuff. It was doing some stuff. <laughs> How much? I'm not sure. <laughs> all, all in all, uh, not not our best performance. No. Certainly not mine. Uh, let's go some honourable mentions to uh, fucking Richie Inglis for that barnstorming six. Yeah, huge six huge to Rich. Six. And Carenti uh, um, with that diving to his left wicket keeper. Yeah, that was catch. legit. Uh, Harry Solomon top score. Did he top score? He top scored. He was talking um, him. And and maybe even a joys to that, for that, that slick That stumping. Run out. That stumping was that pretty, was the stumping. Yeah. The stumping was class. Um, look, your captaincy probably could have been a little better. See, I don't know if you're right there. I think my captaincy was quite good. Just, just, just in, just in the fact that we played first drop. Well, you yeah, know that was poor. That was that was probably that was the poorest part of my captaincy. 
everything else from there, I, you know, uh, you drop catches from the country boys as well. And see, that's and that's catches. maybe that's maybe the problem with going into to field second is that you you you're too pissed. You're pissed. So trying to trying to get under those high balls while you you got a couple Whilst of BBs on board. Yeah, exactly. With a tin in hand. I mean, look. And let's the be odds honest, are ag- the odds are against you. Yeah, yeah. Most people were favoring. Have you ever tried to sprint with a tin in the hot sun? You know what else is bad? I pulled my quad running for a ball. That's just where I'm at physically, and I think I've done a medial ligament. Well, look, I don't think that's terribly surprising. No, I know it's not surprising. You should, I mean, of all people, you should have been there early stretching. I know. I don't know if it would have made a difference. So I think it's more just that my hand, my quads aren't up to the rigors of semi-athletic of, of, endeavors. Of, of you know, ten, twenty meters of running. Yeah. Sure. At full pace, though, at top speed. Well, you did get a run out at top speed. I got, I did, I got a run out at top speed, flying. I had him done for pace. Uh, didn't, wasn't prepared to throw the nut. Just ran it in. Well, instead. I thought it was safer, wasn't it? Well, you move quickly off the mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was um, actually surprised. Mate, over four or five meters, I uh, could be one of the quickest people on the on earth. But it's getting to that top speed that's tough. Once yeah. I'm at top speed, over four meters could be the quickest on the planet. Yeah. It's getting there, though. It's getting up there. <laughs> it's getting up there, which is tough. So anyway, pulled my quad, probably did a medial. Congratulations, uh, congratulations to City. Congratulations to City. Obviously, uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry to, to, sorry, to, sorry, to, yeah, sorry to everyone in the country side. And, uh, obviously, and I think we move on. Yeah, I think obviously. I think we put a bow on that. I've owned it. We've owned it. No, don't, let's not say we've owned it. You've owned it. Because I really didn't do much wrong. Well, you did, well, you didn't do anything, though, did no, you? No, but I did, though, because I got some three runs. runs. Yeah, see, I don't know how I only got three runs. I feel like I've been stitched up here because well, I only got out once. You but didn't I got some, score any runs. Yes, I did. Like I got two or three. No, mate. There's, you're, this is bullshit. No, no, I read it. Yeah, I know you read it. I'm yeah, saying yeah. there's been some miscalculations <laughs> where they've maybe factored in your wicket look, into look, my runs. You sound a little bitter here, Tom. I am, mate. You just got to own it, mate, and move on. I'll own what I, I own that yeah. I was in a bad partnership. <laughs> I was in a bad partnership, and and you we, laid a very poor foundation. Yeah, for, for the rest of the ter- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, but anyway, let's move on. Uh, some other big news, Eddie, in the news. Obviously, that was big news. Are we touching on the big news? Well, yeah, we are. We got to touch on it. The big news. Manly Seagulls here yeah. with some salary cap breaches. Yeah, yeah. There's some there's some issues now. I'm just wondering, and hey, playing devil's advocate here, is this just a bit of stocking filler? You know, rugby league season's over. They're just trying to... Well, you know what? I was seeing that on the way over here. Haven't haven't probably had the dramas in the last couple of weeks that we've come to expect as a, as a been, rugby league community. It's been a beautiful off-season of dramas, but it's gone a little quiet. Yeah, but it's gone a little quiet. Post-rugby last Cup. In the last couple of weeks. Yeah. The last couple of weeks, I think it's gone a little quiet. And I'm thinking, Todd, maybe even a couple of the journos are going, let's try and, let's try and you know, uh, sully the heritage of a great, proud club with some dirty allegations. Just as we run into Christmas, keep, keep the NRL on the pa- in the papers. In the papers. Keep it on the back page. Everyone hates Manly, of course. What's a, here's a club that everyone will what's love to better? be upset about. What's, what, what's going to go down better this Christmas time? You're keeping the punter happy. Everyone loves to hate Manly. Exactly. Loves to hate Manly. And some salary cap breaches. What We're just getting a fine. Uh, yeah, but you know what they keep saying as well? Alleged. Alleged salary cap breaches. They haven't come out and said what it is. They just say, say they've been issued show cause notices, and that's it. And secondly, no details. Secondly, Eddie, uh, no chance of having any competition points, Doc. So if we're going to talk about major salary cap rorts, if I'm not losing competition points, play on. Or yeah, exactly. No salary cap. Uh, no, no competition. No points. competition points. Might get a uh, fine. No premierships. No trophies. Nothing. Nothing of that sort of caliber is at stake here. It could be a small fine. So the way they're hamming it up, they're going after a proud, like you say, respected, revered club. Yep. A club that deals exclusively in rings, Thomas. Yeah. Okay. A club that has paved the way for for modern football and how to run a successful NRL club. Okay. We're the the blueprint, mate. Exactly. We're the blueprint on which all other clubs are trying to model their business and their football team. Yes, exactly. And to then to sully the waters, with some, sully the waters at Christmas time. It's God. cheap. It's, it's cheap. cheap. It's Can't cheap. Can't say I'm though. It's Todd Greenberg. I mean, but it's it's just clickbait journalism. You know what I mean? It is. It's clickbait. It's oh, we're in a bit of a lull. Let's stock the fires. They've probably got things like this 
in the back burner at all times. Ready to go. Ready to go. We need to we need to drum up some league hype. We need to. Let's look at Manly. Let's tarnish another great club, please. I don't want to hear about it. And look, and if it is true, Eddie, if it is true that we've been cooking the books a little bit, who doesn't? Uh, um, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Who, who doesn't? doesn't? Who doesn't cook the books, firstly? Secondly, you know who to blame? Not Manly. I remember one disgruntled former coach, two-time premiership winner, mind you, but disgruntled former coach who had a penchant for back-ending deals like it was going out of fashion. We go back five years. We're at, what, 2012, aren't we? Yes. So that's the Des Hasler era, or just post-Des Hasler era. Yeah. Year after we'd won our grand well, final. After, yeah. So Tuvi's coaching. With and a lot of with a heap of a shitload of back ended. You deals. got Watmo Lyon, Stewart, Stewart, Matai. Back ended debuggery. Back ended debuggery. Of course you're gonna have a bit of bloody Of course there's gonna be a few loose ends yeah. popping about. There's gonna be a couple of loose ends. But, but, that's that's not our fault. No, and you know what Manly that's said? A, that's that's an Des fault. coach's fault. Yeah. Well, can we can we punish Des for this? Well, you can't. Look what look at the timing as well. He doesn't have a job. No, he's just he does he's not accountable oh, to anyone. Oh, let's do it now then. Oh, man, it's 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 all a bit murky for mine, Tom. Makes me sick. Makes me ill. Makes me very, very not sick. Not happy about no, it. No, no. Pissed off, quite frankly. But you know what? Okay. Oh, no. Well, let's just get salary cap compliant for 2018 you know and you're not going to take any of our points. It's all come about, Tom. It's all come about off the back of another, another, you know, alleged breach, which was all the all this, um, match gambling, match-fixing match stuff, which amounted to nothing because there was nothing there in the first place. Again, trying to sully the reputation of a, of a proud club. And then off the back of that, when they can't find anything, they try and throw the the salary cap breach. Yeah, here. you know what? Yeah, we might have done it, but who cares? Everyone does it, and it wasn't that bad. Look, why don't you go and look at everyone else's books? You know what I mean? You, you're telling me the Roosters aren't fucking salary cap. When was cap the last sheets? time someone had a good look at their books? That's what I want to know, because because clearly. The only time, the only reason they found something was because the police said to the NRL, "Look, there might be something here because we've gone through and done our due diligence because we were looking for match fixing, which which wasn't there." So, which tells me that the NRL is not really doing a whole lot of due diligence. No, they're not. They're not looking intricately into the into the affairs of of rugby league. Doesn't club. seem like they're being diligent. So, enough. what I want to know is why aren't they going to to Moore Park to Chookland? And going, can we have a look at your operation here? Because clearly, clearly, you've been taking the piss for the last decade. Yeah, and you talk about Manly certainly, five years. Certainly since the year 2010. So. Or I think you mean year 2000, because I believe there was a team that had oh, yeah. Freddie Fittler, Minicello, Luke Ricketson, uh, Fitzgibbon. Three GFs three, three in a row. That, yeah, that yeah, that one. Yeah, let's start at 2000. Let's start at 2000, could we please? And just go on from there. And maybe, and maybe strip a couple on the way through. I'd just wipe them all out. I'd, I'd probably strip the two on the way through. Um, obviously, hand 2013 to to Manly. Yes. Um, and also 2007 to Manly, just while we're there. You yeah. Know what I mean? Just while I you're mean, there. If, you, if, you, if, you're the, if you're in the business of retrospectively... If you're rolling through... Handing out premierships, we'll take we'll the 07 one, as well. one as well. We'll take 13. That'll make it four since the turn of the century. And then you can take whatever money you want from us for this stupid non-event salary cap scandal you're trying to cook up here. Take it. Take whatever money you want. We're not losing points. We'll roll in hot. We might even pick up Todd Carney before next season. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Because we lost Mitchell Pierce, and you know what? It was looking very dire there. I was. I felt like. I felt like uh, we'd 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 tried to sort of like date every girl at the school, and all of them had said no to us. We looked like we were a chance with all of them, and then they all picked other dance partners. Yeah, look, it was upsetting, particularly because the Knights had been, at least up until they got Mitch Pierce, they'd been the guys trying to always sign the big, the big names. The Knights were always up for anything. And they were always getting turned down. Yes. But then unfortunately for us... I believe we it was got the John's brothers that sort of swayed him. Well, that's not a, it's a that's an easy uh, you know you can see how someone might get swayed by the John's brothers. Yeah, very uh, easily. Imagine getting s- seduced by both John's brothers. It'd be uh, it would be uh, almost impossible to turn down. Take, take me now. Take me now. A couple of couple of Cessnock studs. Yeah, a couple yeah, of yeah. Cessnock studs serenading you, Tom. Yeah, uh, come down luck. here. Come down here. Good luck. Exactly. So we were almost we almost had no chance. We just didn't realize it. 
the problem then became that not only were we going to not have Mitchell Pierce and we let Blake Green go, but now, yeah. But we were now looking at bringing back Trent Hodkins. Irrelevant Trent, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I just don't think we need to go there. If we can get Todd Carney, he's a bit of a wild man. I don't mind a wild man. If you if you if you're looking at two players, like two halves, and you got Carney, you got Hodkinson. Yes, Hodkinson has won an origin, which if you look statistically, was one and ten. When someone goes, Oh, you, mate, they win one out of ten chances against Queensland. That was the statistical anomaly where New South Wales won. Probably we've not t- because we've, Trent. We've t- we've touched on this. We've touched on this. So when you're looking at two halves, you've got uh Carney, wild man, pisses in his face, loves the game. Wins Dally M's, but a wild man. Then you've got Trent, who's never won a major competition. He has won an, uh, an origin statistical anomaly. And I don't know, maybe he can goal kick. I don't know, but is boring as crap. The good thing about Carney is whilst he's a wild man, whilst he might you know give you some headaches on and off the field, he's going to pull off some crazy shit. He's going to ignite some stuff. He's going to ignite some stuff or at least attempt to ignite some stuff. And if you're telling me that the, the alpha the alpha coach isn't going to get the best out of Todd, you know, he's he's he's, a re- he's arriving at the twilight of his career. Yes. I think that's fair to say. It is. But he's an electric player when he's at his best time. He's got a lot to offer. Yep. He can ignite things. He can get ignite the boys things. rolled up. Bit of yep. passion out of the boys. Yeah. Little devil may care sort of football, mate. Exactly. Throw the pill around. Take chances, Tom. When has Trent Hodkinson ever taken a chance? He is the most two-dimensional player in the competition. Doesn't run the nut, except for that one time in origin. And he has, I think, the knees of an 80-year-old man. Not a nut runner. Not a nut runner. And, By and, trade. And weak knees. Yes. Now... Let's just let's, let's compare just put, that to a man a that Bowen Trent. Let's just put compare that to a man so wild, yeah. so devil may care. He'll piss in his own mouth if he has to, just for a laugh. The kid's so devil may care, Tom, that he was banned from his hometown. That's, that's how wild and brash he is. That's a man you want playing in your house. That's a man you want playing in your house. That's a man you want with the pill in his hand, yeah. taken on the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's exactly what you want. That's rugby league, Tom. Yes. That sort of attitude, that sort of uh, performance. It's a premiership of, attitude. That sort of personality is a premiership attitude. Yeah. A premiership personality. So I am all for Todd coming back to the NRL. Get He's done back. his time. He's done his time. Considering He's been in exile got, for bloody five, what is it, four years? Three, four years. Especially when you consider that uh, Matt Lodge is back playing NRL and he... Uh, literally couldn't have been more terrifying to people in America. Yeah, look, look. Russell Packer stomped a guy's head. Yeah, Carney's had a couple of couple of cracks at it, a couple of bites of the cherry, if you will. But they've all been, you know, Todd fucking around, like Todd hurting Todd. Yeah. Todd hurting the Todd brand, largely. Yeah. yeah. You know, piss in your own mouth. That's Todd hurting Todd. That's Todd hurting Todd there. Drink driving. Todd hurting Todd. Uh, Just Todd hurting. He did also, like, set one of his mate's pants on fire though but that's in the same way he'll set a lighter back line you know what I mean yeah you need that sort of wild man you need that wild man to be a great man you gotta have a wild man couldn't agree more Tom Uh, Trent if you're listening now you're you're a big listener let's look at let's look at Todd before we look at Trent yeah yeah definitely look at Todd Todd before we look at Trent thank you and I'd say just don't look at Trent yeah no 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 but when you do look at Trent just realise how insignificant he is, how irrelevant he is, and please discard of the notion altogether. Let's just move on. Move on. Okay. There we go. And maybe we'll move on. Yeah, I think we will. Maybe we'll move on. Honda's got great deals across a great range all month long. In fact, they're so great that we can't tell you exactly what they are. So what's the deal? Come in to find out, and let's help you into a Honda today. T's and C's apply. See honda.com.au for details. Bit of cricket. Yeah. Because I think that's all we've got else to really discuss, unless there's something that that, that uh, has well, gone on. I mean, did you want to touch on a little boxing match on, on Wednesday night? Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Yes, I did. But let's do cricket first. Let's do cricket first. Uh, so, look, that test was... Th- the test cricket, just by by the way, has been to die for. 
It's been everything we could have asked for and more. It's been absolutely glorious. Two wins from two. But that but that day night test, Tom, that day night test, I mean, it was just good for the for the game. Yeah. For the format. Yeah. They got in, they got a thing I think they basically got two hundred thousand punters in over the five days, yep. which is a record. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure one of the days was a record for the ground. Yeah. It uh it was the biggest attendance over five days since the Bodyline series back in like 1931, I think it was. That's a long way back, Edward. It's a long way back, mate. Uh, so they're lighting up records, huge crowd, beautiful stadium, a lot of atmosphere, and, and a turn, you know what I mean? We started strong as buggery. Uh, Swamp putting in a ton for his Swamp nation. Swamp putting on a ton for his nation. First Ashes ton. Um, much needed. Much needed. Look good. Really dug in. He dug in left for his well, nation. Yeah, took a leaf out of out of Smudge's book. Left well, dug his heels in. Punished the bad balls, but was prepared to punish the bad nut with that with a with a cover drive from God. Tim Payne also did his bit in the first innings. Did he Cummings, not? Old Blue Eyes again. Old Blue Eyes. Beard. Old Blue Eyes is he's punters and dribblers. We are brought to you by Neds, the best batting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people, and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game, though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Yep. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. You'd, yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you're following on my prof, is what I'm saying, is daddy... They are calling me daddy value, and I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's, no, but he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Were no, you? we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But for. I did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't, weren't on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do You didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told that's me, it. told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right, so that's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've now uncovered that. You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Partners and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the pun and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. 
You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. The great Australian. Uh, he's he's now my man crush. Officially yeah, yeah. my oh, number yeah, yeah. one man crush. He's the, he's the podcast man crush. He's absolutely the podcast man crush. He's a stud. He's every bit of tan, every bit of an alpha. Uh, bowls lightning quick and and can wallow wallop the willow. Whale the willow. Whale I think the willow. You're thinking. You. So no, that's okay. Just thinking about old blue eyes gets me a little flustered. It does, mate. Those things are blue as fuck. I mean, it'd have to be off putting as a batsman seeing eyes that blue. Can you imagine in. trying to bowl to old blue eyes and he just gives you a little look? Little Maybe fucking a little wink. Just a little bloody oh, yeah. raise the eyebrows. Yeah, a little oh, raise of the eyebrows. You can guarantee he's got long eyelashes as well. You can just see, mate. Are you kidding? You can see that he's got long eyelashes. The perfect border to what a, a what are just beautiful deep blue eyes. And that hair, see how that hair sits? It's, all, that hair, it's a beautiful hairline, it's isn't it? beautiful hairline. Yeah, he is. And young, he's only, he's 24 years young. Yeah, mate, he's young. We've got him for a long time. He, he teased us. He Injuries permitting. He burst permitting. onto the scene as a, as a hot young 18-year-old uh, looking every bit a future great. fast bowler, maybe great for his nation. Look, riddled with injuries, set him back a couple of years. But when you when you realise that he's only twenty four, it gets you hot and sweaty again. Yes, because you know he's got he's he's got many more years to give. Lot 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 of years, lot of years in that baggy green, yeah. lot of years with those blue eyes just staring at you. Yeah. Uh, think of the commercials. Think of it. Oh, his the endorsement potential for a man with eyes that blue are just through the roof. Uh, home and away, maybe. Well, I mean, does he want to lower himself? Probably not. I'm, talking, I'm just talking premier Australian television. Oh, well, then, yes. Uh, what else have we got at premier Australian television? Not much else. Neighbours, Pack to the Rafters. Pack to the Rafters. Uh, house Patty Husbands. The ra- I don't house know. Husbands. Underbelly. Underbelly. What? I mean, he, the, the, the list I mean? is endless. Wolf Creek. Ooh, Neighbours. Have we said Neighbours? I don't know. Dance Academy. Famous yeah. ABC show. Famous ABC show. Yeah. Luke Bracey of, of Dance Academy fame. Dance Academy fame. Look, we've got some tremendous, tremendous television in this country, in this yeah. nation. Uh, maybe a Buzz Lerman film, Tom. Oh, mate. Buzz Lerman. Can we get Buzz on the blower. Maybe another romantic. Maybe have Cummins as the protagonist. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, okay. Get Baz on the blower, because does he realise the, the calibre of, of star he has on his yeah, hands? Yeah, yeah, right. So what, like maybe a Baz Luhrmann biopic about Cummins. Yeah, playing himself. Playing himself. Called Cummins? Yeah, called Cummins. <laughs> and he has just... It's, or no, is it called it, Old Blue Eyes? Old Blue Eyes. Uh, and it's basically just about his... His uh, rise to, to greatness. His rise to, to greatness and stardom and, and his betting of, of women. Astronomical amounts of yeah. women. We, yeah. One could only assume. Old blue eyes. Um, anyway, that was enough about Cummins. Um, Root not elect, Root electing to, to, and again, we will stay, we'll move on from this test, but Root electing to bowl first. It's like, and off the back of the first test as well, where he's like, He's doing all these random field placings and shit. It's like he's almost trying too hard to captain and like trying to be quirky and weird and unconventional like a fucking... Yeah. Where yeah. you're just kind of like, why don't you just... Why don't you just opt to bat? Because... Yeah, he, he, was, he was doing too much. They, re, they Everyone, you know, all the commentators were saying he was looking up at the sky. There's a bit of cloud cover, not looking down. Like, Warney was like, mate... It was a road. <laughs> it was a fucking road. And they say in Adelaide, they go, 99% of the time, you bat first. The other 1%, you think about bowling and then you bat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's so, Adelaide. So there he, you go. He's played a fucking shock. He's overthinking up. it. He's overthinking it. What um, a dead shit. Look, smudge as well. If we're being critical, probably could have gone have with the follow-on. Thought about sending him back in. Just because if you send him back in, 
Like, they can't win, really. No. Well, they could, but it was a, it was certainly sending him in on that night session. But also, with that, like... With, that, with a new... With a new nut. Yeah, but you want to rest around. old blue eyes. You don't want Starkey no, to go down. but they hadn't bowled... They hadn't bowled a shitload of overs, dude. No. They hadn't bowled a shitload of overs. No, they bowled them out they for four-fifths of fuck all. Like they yeah. bowled 70 overs. So it's not like they were out there toiling day and night, day no, and night. No, I understand why he did it, but I just think that knowing that... It just got a little hairy. No, but I just think that, like, of all five tests, the only, the time when the conditions are going to best suit their bowlers is going to be with a fresh pinky under lights, which is, like, the only <laughs> fresh, session... Fresh pinky. The only session that's going to suit their swing bowling was exactly when he... Put our boys into bat. Yes. You know what I mean? And we got shit on. And we got fucked up. It was like Trent Bridge all over again. Yes. So from that perspective, I think Smudge just should have known that that we don't we don't like the swing and nut. Just like I don't. No. They don't. And yes. maybe could have revisited that. But as he said after the test, if you win, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? Which is fair. And we won. Fuck yeah, we won. And now we march on to Perth. Now, if we, look, I've already, I think we win 5 0. Yeah, I think we win 5. Well, we predicted 5 0 before the series, but I'd we like did. to, I'd like to put a, just a question. I want to get your thoughts. Swamp Junior Junior? I know. I know. I know. Now, you and I don't have the most astute eye, I think, when it comes to cricket. I think that's fair to say. We certainly can't. We certainly can't play. We can't play. Oh, well, <laughs> we can't bat. We can't bat. Well, you can't bat. Took a couple of wickets. You can't bat. <laughs> you can't bat. Uh, but obviously, so obviously, given that I can't bat, I can't. My eye for technique isn't like super astute. No, <laughs> no, that's so, fair. So I, so I don't see a tremendous amount of difference in betw- between Hanscom this summer and Hanscom last summer. Do you know what I mean? No, I think he's doing the same but technique. No, no, but just no, no, no. All of the fucking commentators have been reading a lot, listening a lot. They're all like, he's changed it. He's way deeper in the crease. He looks all at sea. His technique's fucked. See, I apparently, was under the impression. Apparently he changed his technique halfway through the innings the other night. Yeah, I heard that. Everyone worth their salt. Everyone worth their salt has been like, you have to drop See, it. See, I've heard him Everyone. get shit on, but I was under a different impression, and only slightly. I was under the impression that his technique was largely the same as last summer. Last summer, he was still batting way back in his crease, but for whatever reason, it was working for him last summer, and this summer, it isn't. And he's he's, he's down on confidence for show, and the technique, unconventional as it is, unless it's working for you, it's really bad. So, like, if you've got a very good technique and you just, you know, you're unlucky or, you you know, there's a little less to look at from a negative standpoint. But if your technique's already quirky as fuck and uh, then on top of that you're getting out, it's hard to yeah, argue yeah. Underst- that. Understood, understood. But, 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 like, you know, people like Warney have been like, it's, he's changed it. Yeah. He's changed it. It's now, it's now more quirky. quirky than it was last summer. He's deep as fuck. He's almost... He's about to step on the stumps. Yes. He's that deep. Yes. And they were just saying, I think he's got to go. Like, everyone's been saying he's got to go. But where I struggle to, to rationalise the next step is, where does Swamp Junior Junior come in? Yeah. Because, look, yeah, I know he scored some... He got 180, I think, the other day for, for Western Australia. Mm. Cool. But every time he's been given the opportunity to prove his worth for the nation... He doesn't. No. His batting has been fucking appalling. Yes. And they bring him in as an all-rounder. He bowls like three overs. But I think that's what they... I think that's why they want him for the whacker is because it's a it's a bowler's paradise. Yeah, but, but bowl him more than three overs. Well, you yeah. bring him in. Bowl the man. For sure. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Don't give him three overs no. like you have been. Because he's not a bad bowler. Not a bad bowler. I feel... I do feel for old show a little bit. show has been just churning runs. But do you think maybe as well it's like a case of they want to bring a Western Australian in, someone that knows the depth, someone that knows the the lay of the land. No, look, I'd say it's I'd say it's more because of they're both all rounders, but show bowls spin. Yeah, and we're not and we're not looking for another spinner. We're at not the looking wacker. for another spinner at the wacker. No, that bounce. No, and also Nathan's doing enough. Nathan's uh, got it. Nathan's like the premier spinner on the planet now, Tom. Premier bowler. 
He's uh, in terms of uh, international wickets over the calendar year. He is leading that. Well, there you go. So I that's mean, pretty nice. The man can do no wrong. But yeah, look, and I, uh, Roy and HG, I think I heard uh, <laughs> I heard them say this week on their show, which made me giggle, was Australia's never done too well when there have been two marshes in a team. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like never. It's never been a when you've got the marsh marsh double. No. It's never been a good Look, sign. I mean, you know, we it's it's hard enough sw- swallowing one marsh. Hey, but look who who has turned us around. Yeah, but if there was two of them out there, I don't think he scores that ton. No, I don't think he does I don't either. Think he scores the ton. You know with, what? With with his brother. Can out we there. just can we just quickly go back? And I know we're jumping around slightly, but just on Swamp Junior's ton. Swamp being Sean Marsh, Swamp Junior being yeah. Sean Marsh, yeah. Junior Junior being Mitch, Mitch yes. Marsh, yeah. Yeah. Swamp Junior's test hunt, and when it happened, a lot of people got in touch with us here at Hello Sport, and uh, they were like, "Oh, you know, you've been shitting on Marsh," and it's like, "Yeah, you're you're ready to apologise to Marsh," and I'm like, "No, I'm not ready to apologise." Why would why the fuck would we apologize? Uh one test ton does not make up for being recalled eight times for a reason. Do you know what do you know what that test ton was, Tom? That was the bear. That was that was him apologizing <laughs> to, to us. <laughs> exactly. That's his apology to us and to the nation. How dare we, you We don't apologize to an apology. No. That's it's ludicrous. We you accept the, the apology we, and say thank you. We really now do it again. It. Now continue to do it for your country. You're 34 years old. Time's ticking. There'll be no fucking apologies. There'll be no apologies. No. Not when you're recalled eight times. Not when you've underwhelmed largely, particularly at home. You've, you've played all right against minnows. But also not after one ton. Yeah. You've played all right in the subcontinent against minnows. Uh, you've let us down time and time again, but supposedly have the best, most beautiful, most delicious technique in all of Australian cricket. So what I saw the other week, Tom, was an apology to the nation and to us. And we accept. So we accept that, Sean. Thank you. Tell you what, tell you what, just while we're continuing. But we'll, we'll, to... We will require more until until you've made up for all your wrongs. Yeah, yeah. We'll just continue getting tons and we'll talk. Yeah. Um, just quickly before, I think we can put a bow on cricket. Yeah. Uh, anyone wanting to just have a little bit of a giggle? Brett Jeeves, and again, I know we said this last couple of weeks. Jeeves, he writes very well. Yeah, look, when he's, he's not he's, when he's not talking about himself. But that's the thing. He's he's every time like there was one where it was like I thought I knew Smudge wouldn't enforce the follow on. Like these ones where it's like he retrospectively talks about how he knew what was going to happen, and you're like with, with with not a shred of 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 proof to no, back up. His you're claims. like okay, Jeeves, he, like, you're right, well, Jeeves, but just stop talking about yourself. So, yeah, how, oh yeah. And how you know, I knew Marsh was going to get that hundred. Well, Jeevesy, I don't know that you did. Now these are all. I don't know if he said any of these things, but it's things to that effect. Yes, we are. are just making examples. Don't take these ones literally, but also do if you want. But that's they're not they're not to be taken literally. But Jeevesy's just getting very high horsey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Super high horsey, Jeevesy. Oh yeah. Um, but that being said, that's cricket, and I just wanted to. Before we obviously uh, give out a light and uh, a vibes, uh, I just wanted to... So this Wednesday, Edward, uh, this Wednesday night, so this will be out on a Tuesday. Uh, I don't know if it's fair to say the fight of the century. I think it might be. Um, I, I, certainly this century. Certainly this century. Certainly um, this century, yeah. Uh, we've got... We've got uh, Jeff the Hornet Horn against Gary Corcoran, the oh, uh, the Hellraiser Corcoran. Cup, oh, oh, the Hellraiser, um, the Hellraiser. Yeah. So what a what a prodigious talent. Oh, absolutely. He lives in a caravan. Uh, I don't know if you could, while I talk, maybe just get up Gary Corcoran's record on your phone because I'm pretty sure it is embarrassing. Happy to. Um, now, I just wanted to, I just wanted to read you something now. Obviously, this fight Wednesday night, they're, they're billing it as the Battle of Brisbane 2. Obviously, Battle of Brisbane 1 was uh, Horn v Pacquiao. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to... Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, like the Battle of Brisbane 2. It's like... Yeah. No, um, look, pretty similar. Yeah, I guess. I just wanted to draw your attention to 
what is an example of desperate and a desperate attempt to generate hype around a fight that clearly isn't maybe selling as well as it should. Sure. So this was on Jeff Horn's Facebook page, and I obviously I had to save the whole thing just uh, in case for some reason it just disappeared from Facebook. It was taken down. But so Corcoran said uh, in some sort of offhanded remark uh, that if – uh, if Horn employs the same tactics he did against, as he did against Pacquiao, where he was sort of leading with his head a bit, Pacquiao got cut up from a couple of accidental headbutts. He was like, maybe I'm going to have to bite him. Maybe I'm going to have to bite Jeff Horn. Yeah, okay. So, so that in itself is is the first attempt to sell a fight that literally no one cares about. Yeah. Um, uh, but then this was Horn shared this to his Facebook page. It wasn't even a legitimate news article where you might think like, this story has garnered news. It looked like Horns just copy and pasted a statement from his manager yeah. uh, onto his Facebook page. So, Juco Events Director Dean Longren has been shocked by Gary Corcoran's threat to bite Jeff Horn in their WBO World Welterweight title fight next Wednesday night. There's the first thing you know. It's, it's, uh, if you're actually. If you're actually talking about the, the shock and threat and danger of it you don't go straight into promoting the fight off the back of it. So, so here is, here is uh, Dean's comments. This is, cowardly. this is a cowardly type of behavior and will not be tolerated. Biting opponents might be acceptable in the traveler community in the UK, but it, oh will, my God. but it will not be accepted in the WBO welterweight contest taking place next December third, next Wednesday, <laughs> December 13 at Brisbane Convention Center exhibition. Tickets still available. <laughs> Tickets still available. <laughs> I'll be informing the referee and judges of Corcoran's intentions in case they hadn't seen it already. A major part of Jeff Horn's appeal to the global boxing audience is his toughness and extreme good looks. What? I beg what? your pardon. I don't think that is at all part of Jeff Horn's appeal to the to the global his boxing extreme audience. Extreme, extreme good, good looks. looks. Extreme. What sort of sentence is that? I don't know how. What I don't sort know. Of- what sort of use of language is that? But I've extreme never heard good anyone really described as having extreme good looks. Uh, that almost sounds no, like if threatening. I'm, if I'm throwing extreme good looks around, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it oh, Blue Eyes way. Exactly. Yeah, Not Blue Jeff it. Horn's way. No. Not to the red nut. No, please. God so, save us. Uh, he's he's, ooh, I, yeah, yeah, he's he, almost like a direct opposite of that. He's extremely not good he's looking. Not ugly, but just uh, extremely... No, extre- extremely plain. Extremely plain. His extremely really plain, plain appearance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> a major part of Jeff Horn's appeal to his global boxing audience is his toughness and his extreme good looks. The last thing Horn or boxing needs, boxing does not need this either, <laughs> is an overzealous and jealous UK traveller biting half his ear off, or God forbid, biting off his nose. <laughs> <laughs> this simply won't be tolerated. Oh my God. And I have a duty to protect my fighter. I'm now questioning the wisdom of bringing to Australia a man with such barbaric intentions. I now see why Corkin was keen to have the fight in a car park if these are the tactics he wants to use. Wow. Gee, who is this man that wrote this, this statement? Uh, Dean Longren. He's the director of uh, Juco Events, uh, and he's sort of like a manager-esque type person for Horn, but he's he's there, in there, and he's involved in the fight. But, like, that is just your perfect example of That's Australian fight boxing hype. promoting. Fight hype promoting. That's how you promote fights yeah. down under. I just love that at the end of it, he's like... <laughs> uh, I'm now questioning the wisdom of bringing such a barbaric man to Australia. It's like he's now, I'm questioning, oh, my God, was this a mistake for me to bring this biting guy? You're like, Jesus Christ, can we just... You know what? Good luck to him. Good luck to both fighters. Uh, Will will you be watching? uh, Almost sold out, I believe. Is it? Yeah. Almost? No, it's not. (laughs) Not even close. Uh, it's ripping up pay-per-view, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd probably be pushing 50 buys, I would have thought. Oh, wow. 50, 60 buys. 50, 60 buys on they pay-per-view. They want 50 bucks. They, they want 50, 50 bucks. bucks. That's what you pay for McGregor fights. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, I'll, I'll give you five. I'll give you five. I'll and give you five dollars. 
Maybe. Um, look, but the, Hellraiser. Just to just to answer yeah. your question, Hellraiser's record's not bad. Oh, okay. Seventeen wins, one loss. Oh, not bad. But he's fought. Well, he's fought veritable parts. nobodies. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the Gypsy King. He, well, it's Tyson Fury, but you know what I mean. Tyson Fury. Um, now, look, I think that's it for this week, Eddie. I think we've done well. Um, we've done as as well as we. As we just like did. to hand out. Uh, a light beer quickly yeah. uh, to yourself yeah, for getting yeah. four wickets. I think yeah. you deserve that. Yeah, yeah, I probably deserve that. I think you deserve that. Yeah. Like, you don't give out lights uh, lightly. No. Uh, pun not intended. Well, but look, when you, I when think you, four wickets in four when overs. You lose, when you lose when you lose the match, essentially, I think you probably deserve a lot. Yeah. When and you I'm got not. stumped and then bowled clean two yeah. balls in a row. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably just going to have to wear that. I think you got to wear it. And I can see the pain in your eyes. For the, yeah, the pun on the dribble at home, like, he doesn't take it lightly. No. He obviously, he wears it. Uh, you know, he's got to be, you know, uh, he's got to be a man about it. No one it. wants to drink a lot. No. No. And they taste like shit. They taste like shit. And especially not for, for, for a poor performance in God's summer game. Yeah, yeah. Look, it stings. It stings. But it's about how you come back. It's about how you come back. It's about how you come back. And twenty eighteen. It's about how you come back from a lot. Twenty. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's about how you come out the, the other yeah, end of the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's true. That, that maketh the man. Yeah, exactly. That sort of defines so, look, as a I, champion. I got a lot of a lot of, a lot of uh, soul searching to do. Soul searching to do. A lot of uh, you know internal uh, reflection. Yeah, you you know maybe come to the nets next time I invite well, you. I'm probably gonna have to go to the nets. Yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely gonna have to go to the nets. Definitely gonna have to go to the nets. And and we live and we learn. Yep. And we'll give uh, a VB to the city team, you Ooh, piece of shit. Well, well look, you got to do it. Well, hey, you got to do well, it. You got to do it. Well, and to the most unsuspecting uh, winning captain in Will Maloof, who was chaired off the ground, chaired off the ground. And yeah. don't you think I wasn't jealous when I saw that? Well, you wouldn't have been shut off the ground. Well, no, I would have been like maybe just lifted. You wouldn't have been lifted anyway. If I had maybe the whole team under me, you reckon? Well, we maybe if you were like, maybe like 2008 Burmo. What if maybe they we're, put me probably, on the esky probably, with wheels and probably, maybe just rolled me off? Again, still probably. Still a bit tough. Still tough. To, like logistically speaking. Well, just, I mean. Drag just, me? What if you just dragged me? Probably could drag you off. Rich just drag me off. Just, we just, we give you, you a rope and then we, and you pull, just, we would have pulled. Yeah, you, you all off. got to pull. <laughs> but you go and winch it to a car yeah, yeah, and just yeah, reverse yeah, yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, we would have. Okay, that would have been a proud moment <laughs> for me. <laughs> One of the proudest sporting moments of my life. Winched off the ground. <laughs> could you two just not talk anymore? Why do people commit crimes? Do prisons really work? Can You Tell Me Why is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why? A podcast by the University of Wollongong.